1: Yes, it is. Great to have your company. And uh, I hope you enjoyed that uh, that chat there uh, with Rabs. Uh, just uh, some memories from, I guess, a different angle uh, about the late, great uh, Johnny Raper. and that, that bowler hat story, if you're not quite sure what uh, Ray was talking about there, well, you, you know, there is a book even out, uh, The Man in the Bowler Hat, uh, 1967, I think the tour was. And I don't know, it depends on who you listen to. But in Yorkshire, I think it's Ilkley Moore. And um, it's, uh, it's reported that a, a kangaroo's player um, basically walked down the street with nothing more than a bowler hat on. Um, so um, there you go. And, and Chuck, I think, um, put his hand up saying it was him. And then he even conducted some supporters tours in later years. I think they called it the bowler hat supporters tours and all that sort of stuff. Uh, a funny man was, uh, was Johnny Raper. Uh, joining us on the line now um, from nrl.com. And uh, talk about funny, man, this guy. He, he Talk about bowler hats. This guy wears all sorts of hats. Um, the Zach Bailey. He, he obviously works for NRL.com, but he, he works for Penrith Panthers. He, he, he's been known to, to frequent this show or this station on several occasions as well. Good evening, Zach Bailey.
0: Good evening, Chris Warren. How are you?
1: Doing my best, mate. Doing my best. I mean, um, I don't want to make light of any of that. A real sad day today with, with Chuck passing um, and we, we've lost a few good men, haven't we, in, in, a, in a short space of time?
0: Yeah, yep, we certainly have. I mean, you know, Arthur Summons, North North Proven, all these greats in the game that did so much for the game. And uh, they came well before my time, but uh, working in the game for so long, you either meet them or you hear their stories or you hear stories about them. And they are just, the game wouldn't be what it is without these players that have laid the platform beforehand. And Watching highlights of, you know, Johnny Raper this morning, I think a lot of people were saying, you know, he might not have been the biggest player on the field, but he was definitely uh, one of the smartest to ever play the game. And the impression that he's made will never be forgotten. Uh, you know, those premiership wins with the Dragons back uh, in the 50s and 60s, eight straight he was part of, they won 11 straight. So, unrivaled really when you when you look at some of the things that he achieved in the game. And uh, I guess the, the top recognition that he's got, is uh, being one of the original immortals, and no one will ever take that away from
1: Johnny Raper. No, you're right, and I'm just seeing some um, he, one of his boys, Stuart Raper, who I, who I know reasonably well from my time over in the UK. Um, he's, he's he's spoken as well, and they're sort of saying you know um, they got to see their dad before he passed, which is nice, um, and basically saying they saw him more uh, more than a dad, a husband, a brother, or a grandfather. Um, he goes on to say we, we saw him as a legend too, which is uh, which is what he was. What he was, so uh, they should all be very, very proud of of, of their dad. Um, a great man has gone. We uh, have got rugby league back on the menu, uh, Zacho, uh, and it's only a matter of days away. The first game of the new season, uh, the Maori All Stars and the Indigenous All Stars <laughs> match out there at Parramatta Stadium or Combank Stadium. Uh, you've been around uh, both camps, I believe, and I know that they've sort of had to, you know. Um, do things a little bit differently with, with COVID restrictions. So they haven't had all the fanfare that is normally part of All-Stars build up, but still quite a buzz around around this first game of the new season. Yeah, thank God
0: it was, is what I'll yeah. say, that Rugby League is back this weekend. And it is such a great way to kick off the year. I mean, it's been around, what, for, for 10 or 11 years uh, since the Indigenous players used to play against the World All-Stars, which is when it all kicked yeah. off. And it was a great concept. Born out of Preston Campbell's idea, and since then it's just grown and grown. I was lucky enough last year to be part of both camps, or basically stay with the teams in a mm. hub in Townsville, and you don't understand what it means to these players. When they, you know, it's easy mm. for to say the culture and what, like, until you're actually immersed in it. And uh, the great Mark Hoddle, that used to play for the uh, the Parramatta Eels in Western Suburbs, and obviously a Kiwi great, he basically took me under his wing last year and. Explains so many things, you know, every time they did something this is what this means and this is what this means And this is why they do this Haka, and this is what yeah. created this. And on NRL.com, we were actually lucky enough that from his understanding, we were the first television crew or whatnot film crew to ever film behind the scenes of either like a Kiwi or a Māori Haka before a before a game and it was just incredible. Like, I mean, it, it's crazy to see it out there, but when, when you know the lessons behind it and seeing the players come together, um, it, it was truly special. But on to this year, yes. Um, cannot wait. And especially for Sydney-siders, like you and I was, we haven't mm-hmm. been to a live footy game since, what, May, June last year. So we've been absolutely starved of it for so long. So um, cannot wait for Saturday afternoon. Yeah,
1: and... and- there has, you know, in years gone by, a real big build-up, and and they get out in the community. That's a big, big part of it. But what, you know, what you're saying, they, the, it is just such a significant part of their life, their their heritage. So, and I've noticed too, Zach, and and I I don't pronounce um, Maori names even Maori. I'm not even pronouncing right. And and Mark Horo, I would call Mark Horo, but I notice you've sort of taken on a. Um, more of a Maori type dialect when you pronounce those names out of respect. Is that something that you sort of picked up in your time in camp last year?
0: Yeah, 100%. -hmm. Uh, I reckon, you know, maybe even 14 months ago, I might've still been saying Maori. Mm. Um, And and ever since literally being in camp with the likes of Mark and and those guys, you understand what it means to these players. And, as a broadcaster, Chris, you'll get it. Like you, the one thing you want to nail is the name of a place, the name of a player, a name of a mm. group. Uh, everything around it, you might get wrong, but you don't care as long as you nail that. And it was actually funny. Like in, I was going around uh, the multi camp last year, just asking all the individual players, "Hey, do I say your name right? Mm. Is this how you say it? it? Like, are we as a game saying it right?" Mm. And that's when Charles Nickel Hockstad changed yes. to Charles-Nickel Yeah. and it was all out of me going to, and I said, hang on a minute, like, and he said, no, no, don't worry, don't worry about it, you know, it's, yeah. it's okay, you know, it's alright, I, I don't really mind. I'm like, no, like, you need to say it and like have be proud for us to say your name right, because there's been so many players in the past, you know, Ben Teo's classic example, like Ben Te- or You yeah. know, we should have been saying these players correctly. So mm. that's definitely a lesson that I learned out of it. And um, I think as a game, we, we can all we can all learn out of it because, yes, it's going to be hard for people to change. And I still remember Canberra's first game last year. And it was, I think it was Brandy and Bossy calling it on yeah. Fox. And it was hilarious because every time Brandy had a crack at it, he would say a different... Pronunciation of Cookster, Cookster, cookster yeah. or whatever it
1: is. What's well, so but bloody hard, Zach? It's so hard when you're pronouncing it this way for so long, like Jordan Rapana. It's Rapana, and uh, yeah. he makes his debut, doesn't he? An All Stars debut uh, for the Ma- yeah. uh, Maori. Say Maori properly for me again. Well, the,
0: the the biggest lesson, or what I've taken out of it, is I think of mouldy cheese, and it's not quite mouldy, but it's, Maori. Uh, it's the the mould yeah, there. It's it's role I can't
1: get it Maury. completely correct
0: because I can't do the 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 role of the uh, nor can
1: possibly, I, yeah.
0: but I, I I just think of mouldy cheese and mouldy. So okay. How, that's how I do it. Yeah. So
1: anyway, <laughs> no, you got me. I'm on board. I'm on board with that. Right, well, let's talk about some of the players. And I'm just looking through a bit of a preview here. Um, you. You know, we had a few players pull out, and we we get that all the time, don't we? This sort of time of the year. Um, uh, but Cronulla have got quite a big. A big combination, haven't they, with with um, with the Indigenous All Stars? So basically, most of their or three quarters of their spine: Will Kennedy, Nico Hines, and uh, Braden Trindle. Uh, they're all starting yep. for the Indigenous. So I tell you what, that's a a handy, handy, handy work for Cronulla heading into the new season. Yeah, and
0: Craig Fitzgibbon—he'll be the uh, most engaged coach, I mm. believe, this weekend. Just given he'd, he'd love to see how those. Uh, guys uh, combined through the middle, especially Will Kennedy and Nico Hines. Obviously, Matt Moylan is expected to start in the halves, and they've got Blake Braley, who've got to create their spine at club level, but to see Nico Hines and, and Will Kennedy in that environment, he'd be sitting back and hopefully loving what he sees. I, I was out at the Harvey Norman store in Penrith today, which is where they had their big fan activation, Yeah, uh, where some of the players, they kept a the distance, but we spoke to a couple of them, and, and Nico Hines um, said so that, you know, he'd already, or, always heard these stories about being in camp but hasn't or didn't really appreciate it until being in there. Now, he's only been in there since Monday hmm. in his first All-Star, Indigenous All-Stars camp. And he said, "When well, you know, when Josh Adokar would come back and say, this is the best week of your life, he, got, he now understands it. Like, he's genuinely loving every second of it, being around these guys, um, you know, the David Feeders, of the world, Andrew Fafid is in there as well, Josh Adokar reuniting with his Melbourne Storm teammate of of the last few seasons, so he absolutely, um, he's he's loving every minute of it and and I mean, yes we would love to see more of the high profile players like the Latrell Mitchells who's obviously suspended and other players, the Joey Manus of the world that have Mm. been pulled out or clubs are being a little bit protective. Um, but we see 19 fresh faces this weekend.
1: So that can only be good for the game as well. Uh, and just on the Cronulla link too, so they've got five involved, haven't they? So Jesse Ramians there. And you, you touched Andrew feeder. I mean, that's a that's an amazing story we saw last year at the end of the season. He, he fractured his, his larynx, I think it was, and he was in an induced coma for about five days. Uh, there were fears whether he would play the game again. But even prior to that, his last couple of seasons have been really... Uh, punctuated with with severe injury. So do you think we'll get Andrew Fafita back to the Andrew Fafita we we, we once saw a couple of years ago?
0: If we're going to see the Andrew Fafita evolve in any game, I dare say it would be this weekend because this game means so much to him. And I've spoken to him uh, recently about, you know, being in camp even, even last year, and, and just he's one of the leaders and mm. of this side, and he, he absolutely loves every second of of being in camp. But I think, especially this year, given he is one of the elder statesmen. I mean, Josh Adokar's the captain of this team, um, but in terms of forward leaders, yeah, you know, Dave Fafita is great on an edge. Ryan James is in there as well, but Andrew Fafita will be going. Hang on a minute, this is my pack lead, and there's no doubt about. Uh, that he'll be giving it his best. Hopefully, as you mentioned, like he's coming back from a, what had been described as a life-threatening injury suffered back in August. Hopefully, we see him back to some. Um, kind of form that saw him you know represent obviously rep teams but just to see him playing consistent in our role this year would be great given what he's been through in recent years
1: yeah and the Maori team they've got um, quite a, a an impressive forward pack so andrew for and co will will have their hands full i think they do look the stronger team though the indigenous team at O'Car captains uh, the indigenous side and we know josh is the sort of the joker don't we but um how is he taking on that responsibility
0: he, he's loving it. He actually said today when I interviewed him, I said, "How did you find out?" He said, "I found out off Instagram." And I said, "Well, that kind of blew Laurie Daly's cover, the coach." But uh, he's—he um, said he's never captained any team in his life. I suppose it's—it's a, it's a bit like James Tedesco, obviously a different level, but he was, you know, thrown into the deep end in Origin level. Josh had okay, and this is a, a, a little bit more uh, fun, and not, I dare say not not as much on the line as as Origin in terms of uh, the. The, the viewership and yeah. the, the spectacle. But to Josh Adokar, this will mean as much as anything he's done in his career, I dare say, given how mm. much representing his people, his mob, the Indigenous Australians, the First Nations people, this will mean so, so much to him. So he said uh, he, he hasn't changed around camp. He's still the loud guy. Um, the jokes are still coming, but when when it's game day, it'll, it'll be all business. And I, And I asked him, I said, what what will your game day speech be like? You know, you're, you're there just before, a minute before the team runs out. Yeah. Um, and he and he said, it'll just be, let's trot, baby, let's trot, which is one of his favourite <laughs> go-to lines.
1: Yeah, it probably will be. Good on him. Good on him. Josh Adakar leading out the Indigenous All-Stars. Talking to Zach Bailey from NRL.com. He's across the whole lot. Mate, thanks for your time. Just one more before you go. So, no Latrell Mitchell, but his brother's there. In, in Shaq Mitchell, and I read an article, might have been yesterday or the day before. So this boy, or man, 175 kilograms, he was. He's he's lost 150 kilograms, and, and uh, he's down to 120. Quite an amazing story.
0: Yeah, an amazing story. Um, Laurie Daly said that he did his research on him and asked a couple of people, Jason Demetrio, obviously the new... Um, South Sydney coach about him, and and he just wanted to reward someone that had, you know, put in the hard yards, I guess. And Greg Inglis, again, he was out there today. I Spoke to him about Shark, and he said, you know, uh, a lot of people are, you know, are saying, you know, whether his selection is warranted or not. But he said, just wait, he, just wait. I've worked with this guy, and, and he's got some skills. So, I to be fair, I haven't seen a lot of him, Chris, but. Uh, it's one of those stories. Can't wait to see him. I'll be tuning in this weekend, definitely to see how Shaq
1: goes. Well, there's still a lot of him to see. Let me tell you that, Zach Bailey. He's still a big, <laughs> he's still a big boy. Mate, I wouldn't want to
0: tackle him, was.
1: No, no, we'd find somewhere to hide. Find somewhere to hide, mate. Enjoy it all. Look, uh, we'll talk again soon. And thanks for, for taking some time to join us on Higher Ground tonight. No problems,
0: Chris. Enjoy the footy this weekend.
1: Thanks, Champion. There he is, Zach Bailey. Good fella from NRL.com. I uh, used to do a, a bit of work with Zach way back when. In a in a previous life, uh, we both uh, were working at, at Fox Sports. God, well, time flies, eh? Time it flies was quite, when you're having fun, Chris. Quite a long time ago, uh, we are going to talk to Roosters now. Uh, next, rather, we're going to take a quick break, if that's okay uh, with you. Uh, Tim, the tall man, has dropped us a text as well. G'day, War. Always enjoyed listening to the stories when you uh, have rabs on. Could listen to him all day. Uh, great little piece of audio too of of uh, Chuck. Uh, John Raper, before uh, we spoke to to Ray Warren. Uh, Rest in peace, Chuck Raper. Thank you, Toolman. Cowboy Dan, that's you. He hasn't done a lot of things in life, a lot of things he has not done, include drive a car or fish or surf. Um, And Willow from Windsor says, Cowboy Dan may not have driven a car or done the snowboard halfpipe, but he has tipped a winner for the SEN listeners last Saturday afternoon. Yes, uh, Willow said in the text, uh, I think Jimmy thought he was throwing me under the bus, but he didn't. I said Frosty Rocks would win. Sorry? It, Frosty Rocks, okay. a horse won. And yes. I texted Jimmy and I said, did you listen? He said, no. So he did not win any money off it. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. take my tip. Good on you, Thank Frosty you, Rocks. And breaking back with more.